This podcast is given to you by Arloka David Smith, teacher and founder of the Dharma Mind Buddhist Group. For more information, please go to dharmamind.net. light on. I thought I'd, I'd, I'd ever, I'd, I'd talk today about um, hey-ho about our practice, just for a change. Um, our practice is called Silent Illumination. I don't use those words that often because it's not my background and actually this group's going for years before we picked up on that concept. In fact, it never had any labels at all and I never considered I labelled my practice since what I did when I started. You know, I was practising Zen but from then on I never considered, I don't know, I just never sort of carried that thing and it was, I certainly never ever labelled my meditation I mean, there was a period um, some years ago when it was um, pure awareness, but that was going along with with others and and how it was. Uh, I was okay with it, but it's it's not. It, it, it is it is definitely not a good description of what we do. It, it seriously undervalues, and it and it can seriously misunderstand um, when you use a word like pure, which is a very conceptual and a very <coughs> A very, um, you know, a very uncompromising concept, and uh, anyway, I went along with that. <clears throat> when my circumstances changed, went back into into no label because it's always been my thought that if you label label your meditation, it's just me that that the and and you're dragging it into the conceptual world. It doesn't matter what words you use, whatever word you use. Um, you are, you are. I think you're undervaluing the sort of practice that we do because our practice isn't about concepts at all. But of course, paradoxically, ironically, <clears throat> we use words all the time. We use concepts, and, and if I'm sat here, everything that comes out of your mouth uh, is, is a concept, and everything that comes out of your mouth is not. It's not. It's not the truth. It's never the real thing. It point, it can, of course, it can point to the truth. That's the skill, is to find the words to point to the truth. But whatever whatever concept, whatever label you hang around your neck, um, there's something it's not... Um, <clears throat> it's not... It's not... It's not, the, it's not the spirit. It's not the spirit. And that goes, you know, I think all Dharma practice, but we do use labels and names so much, and by golly, we so much get attached to them, and we identify with them, and I am this and I am am that, which is not what this is about. This is about going beyond all labels. And our particular training is absolutely minimising. That's why study is not encouraged, talking, you know, reading lots of books, listening to lots of things, it's just heaping a lot of stuff on you. But at the same time, it can be useful. This is the paradox. It can be useful, but don't don't ever get attached to to, to, the, to the verbal. Uh, but at the same time, we can't avoid it. But it carries a great danger. And we need to... Um, be ever, ever aware of that. So for me, it's, uh, I, never, I never labelled... This group has never had that label. The, the meditation has never had a, p- a proper label, as it were, which I've always been happy with. But I did come across silent illumination. I, mean, I, I could never find anything that was appropriate. Absolutely nothing. And then I, I came across a, a teaching that was created by 12th century Chang Master, Ong Jia, called Silent Illumination, and as soon as I saw it, I thought, there you are, absolutely perfect concept. But if you're going to use a concept, absolutely perfect. Um, and so, you know, I, I brought it into the group, and um, it, then, it then gives us also, gives us a link with an ancient tradition, which I've always wanted, 
rather than be thought of a, an isolated bubble. Um, because I don't consider, I've got a lot of a lot of queries about Western Buddhism. There's an awful lot I don't like. In fact, there's very little I do like about Western Buddhism when it starts to starts to play play with the baby, <coughs> starts to fiddle, add and subtract. <coughs> I, I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist, and my whole practice is, is, is been practiced within the form of traditional Buddhism, and it's done me fine. And I feel no need whatsoever to add anything or to take anything away. And that's what you get. What you don't get, you don't get the culture. You don't get the the uh, the uh, the history of of the traditions and, and what what they've developed over the centuries. We don't carry any of that underneath that because these are just clothing. Underneath that, the actual bare teaching, as it were, we do exactly the same as 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 put together by Hongjie. And you know, Dogen came along two hundred years later, and was totally inspired by that practice, and he got transmission through it in the same monastery, and um, took it to Japan, and it became Soto Zen, which is what this is. It's all a cyclical thing. It's cultural words, ideas, but the spirit, the, the essence, is formless. So, as I said, I, I, you know, I find so, so often when I do give a talk, when I, at the end of a talk, when I'm watching it myself, you know, I could so often say, silent illumination, this is silence, this is illumination. Illumination is so massive, so embracing. And I could so often do that because I love I love you all to to see your practice as being silent illumination. And um, as I say, I, I can often, in fact, more often than not, because it's not it's not a part of my conditioning. That's all it is. It's not part of the you know all the stuff that's been formulated within me because it's come so late. Although it is identical. And it's, the, and it's the best way of describing what we do. We talk about silence a lot. But silence isn't just silence. Silence has to be incorporated with illumination. Not to. We need to cultivate silence. As, as I've said all, all along, the, the ability to be still, to let go of your restlessness. I talk, in fact, I talk about it a lot lately. It seems to be my own personal focus. And um, so we talk about that. Though I never sort of use it, I don't sort of drag it into that concept because silence and illumination are not two. It so happens we need to focus, but it's never separate. And illumination means awareness. It means your ability to get to know yourself, to see yourself, get to understand yourself and maybe go beyond what we, who we think we are into, into, into the real illumination, which is thoughtless. It's not a conceptual thing. It's seeing and knowing. It's the wisdom of your true nature shining through. With the silence and with the illumination, they are one, they are inseparable, and they, and they are, if you like, you know, they are very much a feature of your true nature. That's who you really are. You are silent illumination. But we have to rediscover that, and we have to train, and we have to let go of all the <clears throat> distractions that we've made for ourselves so that we never... Well, we never we never really experience both. But our training is, is very much about silent illumination. And as I say, the illumination is, is the whole insight side of of seeing and knowing. And how we learn that on the cushion, of course, that, that becomes absolutely a part of our experience on the cushion, but also to take the illumination into your daily life, which is your which is your daily practice, which is which is about learning to be with yourself, learning to, to be to be with whatever you are engaged with at this moment. That requires your awareness. That requires you to be alive, to be awake, and to be just present. It's not about opinions. It's not about labels. It's good or bad. It's irrelevant. It's just about 
um, being, seeing, and, and seeing, and just there, you're creating a platform that then you can cultivate and begin to see, begin to see your habits. We have to wake up to our habits. The things that we've never, we've never, we've hardly ever, a, contemplated and, and, and give it any thought, but also not even aware of them. We're not even aware of our habits. We just do it. This is me. This is what I do. We don't see it as a habit. We just see it as me. Me as a person, as a, as a self, as an ego. I. This is this is what defines me. I do this. I do that. I've got opinions about this and that. Um, <clears throat> I like. I dislike. And that's not just acts and stuff. It's thoughts. And and what what you, what you decide is 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 your world. What what what's acceptable in your world. Uh, you know, and this is where the good and the bad and the right and the wrong, the the, the uh, wholesome, unwholesome, all of this comes in. And just f- f- following your habits and saying, well, this is, who, this is who I am. But what you don't realise, probably, at least you certainly don't sit and contemplate them, is that you, these, these are habits that you've created. You weren't born with these things. Your 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 upbringing certainly would have a big influence on you, your early years, your childhood, and you and you begin to you begin to create this identity. <clears throat> you you create this identity and you live within it, and you and you sort of plunk yourself in it, and it's in a, this is who I am, but this is who I am, and actually is incredibly. Restricted. You never step outside of your bubble. You create bubbles for yourself. You create lines that you never cross. Or oh, this is what I do. Or oh, I don't do that. I don't. I don't. And so and so you end up showing yourself up and living in. What is it? Well, it's, it's it's a cage actually. You know, it's a prison. You don't. Of course, you don't see it in those terms. You, you might get peed off with it and stuff but you know you don't um, you don't see you, see you don't see your personality as a prison because actually you know you, you need a lot, there's a lot of happiness in that hopefully a lot of joy and a lot of adventure and excitement and a lot of good things because life can be very good even though you're in a box even though you're in a prison it can be actually quite good but it's actually still a, a restriction. You think, "Well, this is fantastic," but actually, you, you, you're not even you're not even you're not even licking the potential of that happiness that you're experiencing. You're not even, and yet it seduces you. And when it goes into changes, it will. You chase something else, then something else, and something else. And so you chase your happiness, your fulfilment. It never quite hits the button, but <clears throat> anyway, this is life. This is how it works. But what you don't realise is not it's not life. This isn't, this isn't life. This is the life that you've made for yourself. Don't sort of say, "Well, it's life. I can't do anything about it." It's not <coughs> I am who I am, and I, it's because of this this, this uh, experience and that, and this person and that person. No, you, you've you've manufactured all of your habits, all of the things that keep you in this box. Um, and if you look at it and you begin to, with illumination, you, be, you begin to quit. I mean, you're here anyway because clearly life isn't satisfactory to you because if it was, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be doing this sort of business that we get, that we do. You would just simply go from one situation to another. As nearly everybody does. Just keep whatever, whatever, whatever you feel is going to give you give you some fulfilment, some peace and happiness, because that's what we all want. Um, but we, you know, we, we also engage with that. But also there's another part of us that goes, well, hang on a minute, there's something not right here. However you want to perceive that to be. <clears throat> and that's what brings you to, to these sort of places. You, wanna, you ask questions, you read books, you go and listen to talks. What have you? This, what, what, there's something unsatisfactory. Something is not right here. I, I live in. For me personally, I, I'd always sort of sort of look out and think, "Well, this is such a fantastic 
experience this world. It's so unbelievably amazing, so mysterious, unfathomable. Nobody knows. Nobody can... You know, and here I am living in it, and yet I don't feel right. <laughs> you know? And I think, well, why not? Why don't... And this, and this, is, this is what kicks it off. You can say that's a form of illumination because you're, you're looking, you're observing, you're questioning, and you want answers. You're not just going along as people do and just get swept along. There's a part of you <clears throat> that says, I want to know what's going on here. <clears throat> and that's the door. That's the door that you, that you come to and you turn the knob and... and <clears throat> You go from there because you want to know, you want to understand, you want to get rid of a lot of the habits that you've got, the angst that that, that, you, that you carry, the unsatisfactoriness of life. You want to find out what, what, what it's all about. That's the path of insight. <clears throat> of course, it's the beginning. But you're prepared to do something about it. You're prepared to follow it, unlike most people who can say, well, life is a load of crap. But say la vie, I'll get on with it and I'll just keep bashing on with it and see if I can make it better. You know, so never, there's never a looking into it, but a, trying to manipulate it, making, making it better for yourself. So we, 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 we open that door and we, 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 we go off. And then, according to who knows, you know, your preferences, what, what, what attracts you, you know, you can talk about karma your affinity links, all these sorts of mysterious things that you can never put your finger on. Um, but nevertheless, you feel attracted and you find, like if you come to Buddhism, it doesn't have this infinite, infinite spiritual path. But it's essentially exactly the same as what we do. So don't get arrogant and think that you're something special. The spiritual path is practiced by millions of people. They just go their own way. But they're all basically trying to I don't know. I don't know. You can get it wrong very quickly and very easily, and just turn it into an ego trip. But nevertheless, you know, let, let's let's give people the benefit of the doubt that the people are on on spiritual paths. It so happens that you know you, you're you're on a Buddhist one. It tracks you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You're pursuing it, and there are lots of different avenues you can go down. I.e., the different traditions, ancient and ancient and modern. But nevertheless, it is a path of, of discovery, of getting to the bottom of the bottom of the question, and that requires awareness. It requires you to wake up, stand back. Oh, you've got the world, the world that you create, that you're absolutely in the middle of. But there's a part of you that allows you just to begin to stand back and look and look at it, observe it. And then you've got all sorts of practices that that help you, encourage you to nurture that, nurture that query, <coughs> and off you go. <coughs> but ours, is, ours is a, is a peculiar one, a particular one. Is that it, it's there, there are, of course, there are concepts. There's duality. You can't avoid it. It's the paradox which you have to get comfortable with. What you're after is is beyond concepts. Is beyond duality, but you need to use concepts and duality in order to, to 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 discover that as a direct experience. And it seems like a contradiction. It seems like you. It's not. You use you use you use your world your your duality as 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 a new pyre as a skillful means that eventually you let go. You let go of. You let go. You let go. You let go until you completely let go of it all. And then find your that naked awareness, that naked understanding, that that uh, who you really are. Discover who you really are, and all this is done through illumination, with silence. Silence and illumination are the same, because if you don't have silence, you ain't going to illuminate. If you haven't got silence, you're in your world. You're completely drawn into your sangsara that you make, and you're lost, blinded, completely blinded. Illumination is not is not is not possible. 
but we learned illumination, uh, silence on the cushion primarily. We learned to be still. We learned to let go of our, our madness. We learned to let go, and we begin to discover silence, which may frighten us, and so it should, because you're beginning to let go, and there's a part of you that doesn't want to let go, that wants to be in control, and silence could become a problem, but you have to learn to trust it, go with it, nurture it, and go and go into the unknown. Silence is not a, is, isn't anything. Silence isn't an object, it's a thing. You can't say, oh, this is silence, it's this colour, it's that. And I, I, oh, there it is over there, and it's an object. So you turn it into an object that then, then then you can feel comfortable with, secure with, because you're in control. You can't do that with silence. You have to trust it. It's like, it's like, like letting go into a part of you that you're beginning to get familiar with. You're not making it. It's already there, but you're 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 learning to let go of all of that stuff that that has blinded you to your natural stillness, your natural silence, silence of mind. And so you use that that silence will then naturally take you to illumination, because. It, it, Whatever your mind will convince you that you're going into a void, you're becoming a zombie. Oh no, you're beginning to open open something that's is an endless journey that will give you it will it will, it will, it will incorporate all of your emotions, including fear, desire, aversion, all of these all of these things. They don't they don't go away. They come to you, but you learn to. Awaken to you learn to see them. You, you get to see what they're about, and you learn to harness harness your emotions, not be carried away by them. But use that energy and use that life, that life force, and begin to uh, use that. Use begin to see that it's all part of it's all part of the, the illuminating process it's all part of who you are who you think you are but it's always it's you're always coming from from a position of observing of always looking that's called awareness awareness is untouched by your world you think you think awareness and, you, and who you are are one are, are, are the same well they're not awareness actually is nothing to do with the world however much you want to drag it into and 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 use it, and you can use it for your own worldly uses. But you're just touching the surface. Learn to be more still until it becomes something that you can use as an observer. Take it into your life. Observe yourself. See your habits. See all the things that you're getting caught by. Just look. No 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 opinions. Not not interested in putting all of that in boxes. That's how you end up hating yourself so much, how you dislike yourself and what you see, oh look at that, all that rubbish oh I'm like this, I'm no good, I'm this and that no, 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 that's a big trap that's nothing, that's nothing to do with, with, with illumination nothing to do with silence that's to do with your world and so you increase your or decrease your or you, 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 you undermine your relationship with yourself by, by, by what you, by making the wrong use of what you see instead of using it skillfully with illumination illumination is an observer it observes it doesn't have opinions so when you see all this begin to become aware of the of, of the, of the, of the of your own duality of your own turmoil if you like your own relationship with yourself you can see that um <clears throat> Through through observing and through learning to be still, you're not feeding that conflict, which is with you so often. You're beginning to temper the conflict because you're not buying into it, playing the game. You're learning to no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm observing, I'm not getting involved, and I'm not labelling. This is how you begin to nurture your relationship with yourself. 
you're knocking the edges off of your conflict. All coming through illumination. It's, it's the observing, it's the seeing, it's the knowing, it's the learning to bear with. You see your habits and you begin to see, well, look, I really don't think that's a very good a, a good thing to, to do. You decide that, you can feel it, you know it. And so, so much of it's common sense anyway. When you see what you do, what you get caught up with, you think, what the... And what you do to yourself when you do these things all the time. You, through knowing these things, you can learn to say no. No, I'm not doing that. I'm not feeding it anymore. Just leave it alone. Not good and not bad. Just that I'm not. I'm not playing the game anymore. And you declutch. And if you don't feed the, if you don't feed, what is a fire? It's always a fire. If you don't feed the fire, there's only one thing that can happen to a fire if you don't feed it. I don't care how big the fire is, how intense. If you don't feed it, there's only one thing that can happen to that fire, however long it may take. It can only go in one direction. And that's how we learn to let go of our habits. Learn to, and when you can do that, the clarity comes more, the more you can see, the more you can illuminate, the more you can see yourself and what the hell you're doing to yourself and other people. This isn't all about me. Because you, 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 see, you should see very soon on that you, know, you come here for your own reason. Of course you do. You, you, you want to be happy, you want to be free, etc. You want to be enlightened or whatever, me, me, me. That's okay, we can't help that. But but you, you, will, you will hopefully soon come to see that you can't do this training without, without embracing others. You can't do it, because you're not separate. You and others are one. Me and you, we're not separate. On one level, on the physical level, we can say that. But even that, even that is... Uh, Becomes questionable, but you see that all the dialogue, all the conflict, all all the the the, 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 the endless chattering and stuff that goes on with you is populated. It's not only you not liking yourself; it's also populated with other people, isn't it? So, others and yourself are never. You have to learn to embrace others as well as embrace yourself with this, and you don't isolate yourself. And all you're going to do is just feed your ego, actually. <laughs> so, you know, you, begin, you just begin to wake up with these things, you know. And that's not a sort of particular path or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what we do is, is that we learn to nurture silence. And we nurture silence, not just on the cushion, but we also begin to see ever more that to nurture silence and to, and to be still. I have to look at my life, I have to see what I'm involved with, what I do, busyness of my life, do I have any time for myself? All of this, that's not separate from, from, from silence. That is, that's, that's, that, that's the opposite of silence. And you see that, you know, I need to, I need to just calm down, be simple, just all this... What the hell have I done to myself here? I haven't got two minutes of myself. All the tension of life, all the rushing around, trying to do things, busy, 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 busy. It's bloody rubbish. You know, you're doing this practice here. You want silence. and If you don't have silence, you're not going to know. You're not going to see. You're not going to be liberated. You can't be a, a maniac in the world and, and, be, and be awakened at the same time. Wouldn't that be a lovely thing? If we could have all we wanted, never give up anything, and be awakened. Now that's a fantasy. (laughs) (laughs) Have any cake and eat it. Well, I'm afraid, I'm afraid it ain't like, I'm afraid you've got to give the cake up. It's called renunciation got to be like a monk who's I'm a renunciant that's a definition of a monk we, we are equally renunciants don't you believe it that's not something for them they have a particular way of going about it or a lifestyle what have you renunciants when you let your habits go and you say no and you let a habit go 
and it's gone. You've renounced. You d- you're doing exactly what they're doing. In fact, to become a monk doesn't make you renounce, because you've renounced the world and obviously in, on, in the, on an obvious level, a physical level, you renounce. But don't say you renounce all your habits. And because you become a monk doesn't mean to say you're going to become wise. That's, that's only their first step. And then use that skillfully, that form that they've got, which is <coughs> probably the best form that you can have. But if you don't use it right, then you're no further forward than the day you shaved your head. So we're renunciants. We're giving up. We're going forth. This is called taking refuge. When you take refuge, it means you're taking refuge away from the world, into that silence, into the Dharma. Because the Dharma is in the silence. Proper silence. True silence and Dharma are not two. Silence, uh, Dharma is silence, and Dharma is not a part of the world. It's not an object in the world. You can't say, you can't put say, oh, that's Dharma, that's Dharma. This is, this is the great mystery of life. That's beyond form. That's beyond you and me and our created world consciousness and all this nonsense that we make for us. Dharma is what we discover. It's with us all the time. All the paradox never leaves us. It's permanent. It's, it's eternal. You, you're never going to. You're never going to play with it and make it turn it into an object. You know, make one of your possessions. You learn to access it, and you'll access it through silence. Bring silence. Create silence. That stillness. Create silence, and you're on a threshold there. And coupled with illumination, which are not two, the Dharma will begin to shine through, will begin to see. The Dharma is wisdom. It begins to see, begins to see. And it sees through you. It's not it's not some abstract thing. And it's not separate from you. But it's not it's not you, it's not of you, it's not how you would define yourself, hopefully. So the, the Dharma, the silent illumination, is Dharma. You put it in, and you see it, and you bring it to your life, and you see, you see, and you let go. You see, you see, no, 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 no. And you get little tastes of what's beyond that, because this is not, this is only part of the journey, our journey, our, 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 our our practice where we where we incorporate Buddha nature, our true nature, who we really are beyond this facade, that we begin to open, we begin to touch, we begin to get inklings, begin to develop a relationship with it. There's something greater here than me, that that's that's with me, that's that's, that's willing to carry me, that's willing to come into my life. If I give it the space, I trust, I give it the respect. I do not. Go looking for something, and I, and I want to own it, and all of these things that we are used to was what we do in the world. You've got to you've got to renounce all of those things, and, uh, and until you do, you will not touch the Dharma in a proper way. That's pure and perfect and beyond any 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 form of attachment. It's a joke. You can't. It's not. How can you? How how can you possess the universe? You know. How can you possess reality? You know, what sort of an ego thinks that? But we can discover it, we can open, we can let go, we can become a part of it, we invite it into our lives. We harmonise, that's harmony. And we, we harmonise by letting go, by becoming, by renouncing, by renouncing all the stuff that's keeping us away from 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 our from our from our from our, from our reality from from our fulfilment from true liberation and a true taste of, of of eternity beyond life and death all of that this is what silent illumination this is you know it is so rich and so full you can't even begin to be in awe bow your head 
when you can reflect in this way, when you kneel to, 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 to bow to the Buddha, just gather all this me stuff up, this this personal, this thing that seems to know everything and yet screws everything up, that creates all the problems and yet it thinks it's the big I am. Gather that up and just give it to that part of you that is who you really are, that's not of all of this nonsense. Humility. And then touch something that you'll only touch through humility. When you let go of your ego, truly and properly, then you then you can begin to, abs- to touch who you really are. And it's sitting there waiting for you. You don't create any of it. It's here now. In the whole universe. We're all separate, like hell we're separate. We're all one. That's what we're accessing. Letting go of this thing that's created this individual, created duality, created this personality, imprisoned us where we suffer. Let that go and, and, and touch and touch what is the real thing. <clears throat> you only do that with humility, with respect, and authentically let go and want nothing in return. If you want something in return, you just keep in the box full. Somehow you just got to learn to let go and say, no, I don't want anything. Just, I just want to get rid of this. This is not right. This is not who I am. Let it go. Thank you very much. No problem. Not good, not bad. <coughs> no conflict, no fighting. Let go, let go, let go. You let go by not engaging. You don't need any opinions for that. You just look at it and say, no, I don't want to do that anymore. These are habits. This is your prison. These are all the all the the dharmas, or the yeah the, the little dharmas, not the, the worldly dharmas that, that go to make up all the objects that go to make up who you are. And that's what we that's what we are learning to do. And that's why silent illumination. I, I say I I'm just so happy with that. It's yes, it's a concept. But that is the most skillful concept that will take you beyond concepts. That's a skillful concept. There are unskillful ones, there are skillful ones. But none of them are real. So you don't get attacked. Oh, I practice silent and imminent. So it becomes another possession. <laughs> another one of the things that you hold on to. You use it, but you touch it lightly and be grateful and, and, and be prepared to let go all the time. So you wouldn't, you, 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 as one of the master, Zen masters, says, you're, you're a man of no rank. You can't put a label on yourself. But, but nevertheless, here I am. And wow, this is, this is the real business. And yet I'm not, I'm not anybody of any rank. You can't put me in any boxes. That's freedom. That's when you can let go of your prison that you created for yourself you are the creator don't blame your mother and your father you've got to let that go however long and however painful that can be that can be very very painful because we always manage to keep ourselves going going by blaming somebody else take that away and face the nakedness of your attachment of what, what you've created for yourself. And that's very, very difficult. It can be very difficult. But gone about it in a skillful way with Buddha, Dhamma, Sangha. You can do it. You can bear with it. Stay with it. Bear with it. Go with the suffering. Bear with the pain. Go with it. This is where so many people exit. As soon as they hit, hit something like this, they, they're gone. That's the way it is. But have the courage, and it does take courage, to just bear with it and stay with these things. This is not a joking business, but the reward, what what is there when you let go, and, and then you can look back. There's no competition, believe me. It's when you see what you've let go of, it's, it's actually nothing. But what you're 
now enjoying is something something so substantial, so different. All of this can be embraced with silent illuminate and the practice we do. And to take our practice into our daily lives. On the cushion, yes, we give ourselves. And if silence is what we get from that, then that's great. You're learning something. You're, you're, you're learning to become familiar with something that you're not familiar with. Learning to trust. Not be fearful of. Because it's not a possession. You, can know, you can't own silence. You get silence by letting go. Just imagine. How could it be any other way? Trust it. And, 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 and let this no thing embrace you more and more. Bring that silence. So, and when you've got silence, you've got clarity. You can see you're waking up. And with the little skills that we get and the little tools that we have, which are not many, we can look into ourselves and see ourselves and unpick ourselves and see ourselves. Not with opinions. We don't gain opinions with ourselves and start, well, look at that. That's precisely why you suffer because you've made all these things. You see these things, the ugly side, if you like, the negative side. Never mind, that's the way it is. That's a part of your package. Leave it. But what you do is you don't buy into that. You say, no, I'm not going to follow that anymore. It's not good, it's not bad, I'm leaving it alone. And if you leave it alone, it can only survive by you, by your input. It will fade. It's a guarantee. It will fade. And then that becomes a part of the, the ever-growing expansiveness of seeing and knowing that becomes, that becomes another part of your, of your illumination because it's, it's not impeding you anymore. It's gone. It's a clarity. And that becomes an ever, an ever, ever, gives you ever more ability to see and know and to bear with because there's a lot of suffering when you let, when you, when you don't buy into your negativity and all of this stuff that you made. You, you can suffer. This is not a, a casual observe, observation like watching a film. You are watching a film in one way. Uh, it's quite good to see it in that way, actually, but that doesn't say you disengage from it. You are the film, and you open to it, and you embrace it, and all, and all that goes with it. And 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 it, and it does get difficult. And I know all of you get the difficulty. Me, every all of us do. You're not going to do this without Tucker. But can you stay with it? That's the key. Can you bow your head and just say yes and stay with it? Not run away, not fight it, not fuel it, but stay with it. That's the key to this. This is the biggest challenge you will ever get. And those temptations, those little maras will be with you all the time to pull you away from just the nakedness, looking at your nakedness. All the time, these little diversions because you can't you can't look it's so painful well do your best and if you and if you can't do it fair enough then follow your habit but be alive to it be aware be know that I've just not not there's no such thing as failure we don't do failure that's rubbish don't ever go down to failure we don't do negativity that's rubbish <coughs> negativity negativity is what is what brought you into these situations anyway we don't do it. We learnt it, and it's a massive habit, and and uh, and, uh, and a real and a real a real firming up of this self, which can hate itself as much as love itself. It doesn't care as long as it's. I'm a I'm a I'm a really bad person. For I hate myself. Not self. Nothing but self. And it's enjoying itself because it's getting a sense of reality. Learn to turn away from all of that. Leave it alone. Just leave it alone and bear with the consequences. That's, 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 that's illumination. That's, that's staying, it's looking, it's knowing, but it's not involving, it's seeing. 
and you can you can begin to see with ever more clarity why you're in that situation. How did I get here? What have I done to myself to 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 to, to create this this world that I'm now being consumed by? Look at it. You're the creator. And you're creating it. Don't blame anybody else. You create it, you can uncreate it. And the way you uncreate it is you, you don't buy into it. You leave it alone. You don't take a hammer and chisel to it and beat it up. All you're going to do is make it worse. Leave it alone. This is the Dharma. The, the, the wonder, the miracle of the Dharma <laughs> is, that it's, is that it isn't anything but, but silent illumination which can see and know, and when it sees and it's knowing, it's letting go. It's renouncing the world. It's letting go, and then it takes you, and then you begin to open up to who you really are, beyond all of that that you've made for yourself. This is silent illumination. This is the practice that we have. And reflect on it, and see it as one. Don't start making two objects out of this. Hyphenate. Hyphenate the two words. Always have a hyphen. So you, so you join things together. You don't separate things. But they give you two perspectives of the same thing. Embrace it. And if you do that, then you don't, you're letting go... <coughs> you, you're letting go of Buddhism. Never mind, Never mind all, your, all, all the other stuff that, that, that you consider to be your possession. Buddhism is one of your possessions. A lovely, a nice one. Fantastic one. But be careful you don't get too attached to it. Use it. It's there to be used. It's a raft. It's not it's not there for you to possess. So you can paste another another <coughs> a, a, another another image of yourself to make up this persona. It's there it's there to be used and used with gratitude, with respect, with skillfulness. But all the time you're letting it go. It's a raft. You let it go. The raft is taking you taking you on a journey that you then let go of when you get to the, to the other shore, as it's, as it's said. What you're letting go is everything, including Buddhism, including this practice, including silent illumination. You're letting go of everything. Don't hold on to anything. Use things skillfully, but never regard any, anything to be your possession that you're just reinforcing this sense of a personality. Yes, maybe a better one than the other one that you had, but nevertheless, we don't do personalities. We do shunyata, we do emptiness. Going beyond <clears throat> this uh, dualistic stuff that we create. And Buddhism is a part of your duality. Use it skillfully. Use this training skillfully. But don't get too attached <coughs> you know this is this, this, this you know I think that word illumination it, well it does it takes care of everything it, the spirit it's got the spirit of what of what this so-called training is about it's, it, it it embraces it houses the spirit you know when you look at the word illumination that's another thing you can't, you can't grasp silence, can you? But when something is illuminating, you can't grasp that either, can you? Because it's not an object. You can't say, oh, look, there's illumination. Look, there it is there. It's this colour, it's this way, it's this shape. It's, a, it's, it's nebulous, isn't it? It's, it's, it's formless. It doesn't have a form. But it has a quality. It has a dynamism. That that um, the form can't have form. Form is is always restricted. Whatever the form is, it's always got an inside and an outside, and it's got a. You can always walk around the form, but you won't walk around illumination, and you won't walk around silence. It's nebulous, and yet it's the power. It's the spirit of where you're going. It's the fulfilment of where you're of where you're going, of letting go of everything that you hold on to. That's freedom. And we do it 
every day. It's not, oh, over there somewhere. It's here now, in this moment now. This experience you're having now. Are you open to it? Are you just allowing it to, to come into you? Are you even paying any attention? Or are you nodding off? Be alive, be open without opinions. Let this come into you. Don't put it in a box. Already you're polluting it. Already you're polluting illumination. Start putting it in boxes and that. Just allow it to soak into you. Let the Dharma soak into you. And then and then begin to live it. Uh, uh, invite it into your life so that it can flow into situations and become a part of who you are. And nurture that on a daily basis. Now, this afternoon, tomorrow, every day. This isn't over there. It's here where your feet are now. And it's whole and complete now. If only you can wake up to it. Which... Most of us can't. But that doesn't mean to say that it's not here. Never go looking for it. Never go on journeys. We are on a journey in one way, but it's a journey of letting go of our of our world. But don't go looking for you know, for that fulfilment, because that's not an object. And you'll never you'll never possess well, if you possess it then you've lost it, mate, then then you're you're way off course. So the richness and the and the profundity of that expression, you know, that that's that's spawned so much wisdom and and, and so many people <clears throat> since it were put together as an offering. Um, I think you know that's that's what really does create the spirit. It's the spirit. It's not an object. It's the spirit. It's the it's 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 it's, it's pointing to to, to to reality. We need to get on that path, so that we don't get diverted and lost, chasing this and that. And if we can do that, then we are, you know, we are. Well, on the road to fulfilling silent illumination. So, that's my offer today.